0: This is Optimal Living Daily Episode 2018. Why is it so tough to be a positive thinker? And the stuff that really matters. Both by Allison Carmen of AllisonCarmen.com. And I'm Justin Mollock, your personal narrator, reading to you from blogs or articles that I think can help you optimize your life. Two articles today, actually, both from Allison Carmen. So with that, let's get right to them as we optimize your life. Why is it so tough to be a positive thinker? By Allison Carman of AllisonCarman.com. I've spent most of my life trying to be a positive thinker. Each morning I'd wake up and try to put a positive spin on everything in front of me. However, oftentimes before I even got out the door, something unexpected happened and I would be thrown off course. It could have been as simple as spilling my coffee and I would start to feel the day was not going my way. Still, I would take a deep breath and try to return to my positive thoughts. But as the day went on, it became harder to hold on to this positive outlook. Sure, good things would happen to me each day, but also unexpected events would happen that I perceived as bad or life not working out. As I started working as an attorney at a large law firm, life became more complicated and so did my struggle with positive thinking. I would still try to start each day with positive thoughts, but it became more apparent that I couldn't control the events around me. If a partner at the law firm did not like my legal memorandum or the firm lost a long-standing client, I projected what each event might mean for my job in the future. I worried that I might get fired or not get a raise. Sure, these were only possibilities, but these thoughts consumed me each day. My fear of the unknown and what could happen tomorrow seemed to have a more powerful effect over me than my positive thoughts. Ultimately, at the end of most days, I felt negative and fearful of what the future might bring. Nevertheless, as the years passed, I persevered and continued my journey of trying to be a positive thinker. When I came across Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking, I was so re-inspired that I tried even harder to be a committed positive thinker. I began to hold on to my positive thinking so tightly that instead of battling between negative and positive thoughts as I had before, I now found I could force away the negative thoughts with positive ones. I later learned there was a problem with my new practice, I realized that we can't push down a negative thought completely because it stays inside us, festers, and grows. In fact, after a short while of only permitting positive thoughts, I had a horrible nightmare in which many people that I loved died. I woke up petrified, and when I fell asleep again, I had the same dream. I had never had the same dream twice in one night or a dream with so much negativity and loss. To this day, I believe these nightmares surfaced because I was not permitting my mind to be negative. I was suppressing my feelings, and then the pressure became so great that my mind released a tremendous amount of negativity when I fell asleep and could not consciously control my thinking. After decades of struggling with the pain and pressure of trying to shape my perceptions, one day I heard a simple Taoist story that introduced me to the idea of maybe. The very minute I heard the story, all the experiences in my life immediately changed. I was struck with the realization that every situation has multiple possible outcomes, and within those outcomes is always the hope that whatever is happening, maybe it will lead to something good. Maybe circumstances will improve, or maybe I'll find a way to accept the situation and still be okay. For me, it was the perfect combination. I could stay positive, but with maybe, I could accept and dilute my negative thoughts. Once I accepted that life could unfold in infinite ways, I was no longer stuck in my negative projections of the future. I began to live with the continuous realization that maybe something else could happen other than the thing I feared most. Since embracing maybe, I am now a much more effective positive thinker. Negative thoughts no longer hold sway over me because I know they are just a limited view of all that is possible. As I held this mindset of maybe and transitioned my work to become a business and life coach, I started to see how many of us struggle with positive thinking. In fact, most of us start each new endeavor with hope and a positive outlook that we will be successful. We start businesses, take new jobs, save our money for a new home, marry, and much more. Then life throws us a curveball and something happens that we didn't expect. The economy could change. We could lose a good job. Our business's profit might decrease dramatically or trouble might brew in an important relationship. For many of us, When we don't see the results that we had hoped for, we worry and get stressed that things won't ever work out or will get even worse. We create negative projections about what the future will bring based on what happened in the past. Because of this, some of us give up on our dreams completely or we live with tremendous stress and worry that leads to serious emotional pain and sometimes even physical illness. With the mindset of maybe, we can hold on to our goals and just find new ways to achieve them. We can stay positive and open because we hold on to the realization that we are not stuck and that life can unfold in many ways. We are not leaving things to chance, but instead we are expanding our minds to embrace all that is possible. In turn, maybe shows us more opportunities to find the life we are seeking. I hope you are able to embrace maybe in your life. It is just one simple word, but maybe it changes everything. The Stuff That Really Matters by Allison Carmen of alisoncarman.com. Quote, a house is just a place to keep your stuff while you go out and get more stuff. George Carlin. I recently came home from a challenging day and all I wanted to do was lie down on my cozy couch, drink some hot tea, watch some good television, and play a game on my iPad. After plopping down, I thought about it and realized that I really wanted to escape my thoughts forget my day and let material things soothe my emotions. It's not that there's anything wrong with that, but it got me thinking about how much I rely on my stuff to make me feel better. The real danger in relying on our stuff for comfort is not the material items themselves, but our attachment to them. Accumulating material items can help us be more at ease with life and give us a feeling that everything is okay. We may also feel our stuff provides a safety net just in case bad things happen. Yet, if we use our material items to make us feel better and make us feel safe, what will happen if we lose these items because of events such as the loss of a job, a stock market crash, or an act of Mother Nature? Often this loss, or even just the threat of losing our material items, leaves us feeling groundless and consumed with fear and worry of what the future will bring. Doesn't it make you wonder whether there are things that we can cultivate in our lives that cannot be taken away? If accumulating material items doesn't keep us safe and strong, then what does? I think real strength comes from a place where we can access hope and faith regardless of our circumstances. Maybe the simplicity of everyday living and loving can be our true safety net. I am not advocating getting rid of all your stuff. I'm not getting rid of most of mine, but I am suggesting that we spend some time considering shifting our relationship with our stuff. Maybe we need a lot less than we think. Maybe we can spend less time accumulating and taking care of our stuff, and more time with the people we love. Maybe we can fill our daily thoughts less with material accumulation and more with gratitude and what we can do for our community and the world. Spending some time with the realization that you can live without some of your stuff may create a feeling of freedom and trigger the ability to cultivate inner qualities that neither mother nature nor bad economy can take away. Just maybe. You just listened to the post titled, why is it so tough to be a positive thinker and the stuff that really matters? Both by Allison Carmen of AllisonCarmen.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high speed Wi Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'll keep this ending short for the weekend. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, happy Father's Day too. And I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday, where optimal life awaits.